Sureshadam Durgangatir Patisha Yindu Panishadam Muninam Sarvaswam Pranata Patalinam Madhurima Niryasa Premno Nikilapashu Palam Buja Desham Risham Sa Chaitanya Kim Me Punar Apitashur Yasyati Padam Lord Chaitanya is the shelter of the demigods, the goal of the Upanishads, the be-all and end-all of the great sages, the beautiful shelter of his devotees, and the essence of the love of the lotus-eyed gopis. Will he again be the object of my vision? Srivasa. Param kasya bija pranaye pranaye kutuki rasasto mamritva madhur madhura mukabhoktum kamapiya rucham swamavavre duti mihatadiyam prakatayan sadevas chaitanya kritiratiraram Lord Krishna desired to taste the limitless nectarian mellows of the love of one of his multitude of loving damsels, Sri Radha, and so he has assumed the form of Lord Chaitanya. He has tasted that love while hiding his own dark complexion with her effulgent yellow color. May that Lord Chaitanya confer upon us his grace. Text 51 and 52 are, respectively, Pratama Shri Chaitanya Staka 2 and Dvitiya Shri Chaitanya Staka 3 from the Stavamala of Srila Rupa Goswami. Bhava Graha Nera Hetu Karla Dharma Stapana Tara Mukhe Hetu Kari Shunya Sarvajana Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare. To accept static, ecstatic love is the main reason he appeared and established the religious system for this age. I shall now explain that reason. Everyone, please listen. Hetu Agesh Loker Akaila Abhasa Ebe Kahesh Shokera Arta Prakasha Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Having first given hints about the verse describing the principal reason why the Lord appeared. Now I shall manifest its full meaning. Pre-Kishori. 
राधाकृष्ण प्रणय विकृत हाजनी The loving affairs of Sri Radha and Krishna are transcendental manifestations of the Lord's internal pleasure-giving potency. Although Radha and Krishna are one in their identity, they separated themselves eternally. Now these two transcendental identities have again united in the form of Sri Krishna Chaitanya. I bow down to him who has manifested himself with the sentiment and complexion of Srimati Radharani, although he is Krishna himself. This text is from the diary of Srila Sarup Dhamana Goswami. It appears as the fifth of the first 14 verses of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. Radha Krishna Eka Atma Dui Deha Tari Anyongyel Vilasrasa Aswada Kari. Can we go just a tad higher? Radha Krishna Eka Atma Dui Deha Tari Anyongyel Vilasrasa Aswada Kari. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Radha and Krishna are one and the same, but they have assumed two bodies. Thus they enjoy each other, tasting the mellows of love. The two transcendentalists, Radha and Krishna, are a puzzle to materialists. The above description of Radha and Krishna from the diary of Srila Surup Dhamara Goswami is a condensed explanation, but one needs great spiritual insight to understand the mystery of these two personalities. One is enjoying in two. Sri Krishna is the potent factor and Srimati Radharani is the internal potency. According to Vedanta philosophy, there is no difference between the potent and the potency. They are identical. We cannot differentiate between one and the another. We cannot differentiate between one and the other any more than we can separate fire from heat. Everything in the absolute is inconceivable in relative existence. Therefore, in relative cognizance, it is very difficult to assimilate this truth of the oneness between the potent and the potency. The philosophy of inconceivable oneness and difference propounded by Lord Chaitanya is the only source of understanding for such intricacies of transcendence. In fact, the Radharani is the internal potency of Sri Krishna, and she eternally intensifies the pleasure of Sri Krishna. Impersonalists cannot understand this without the help of a Mahabhagavata devotee. The very name Radha suggests that Srimati Radharani is eternally the topmost mistress of the comforts of Sri Krishna. As such, 
she is the medium transmitting the living entity's service to Krishna. Devotees in Vrindavan therefore seek the mercy of Srimati Radharani in order to be recognized as loving servitors of Sri Krishna. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu personally approaches the fallen conditioned souls of the Iron Age to deliver the highest principle of transcendental relationships with the Lord. The activities of Lord Chaitanya are primarily in the role of the pleasure-giving portion of his internal potency. The Absolute Personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna, is the omnipotent form of transcendental existence, knowledge, and bliss in full. His internal potency is exhibited first as Sat, or existence, or, in other words, as the portion that expands the existence function of the Lord. When the same potency displays full knowledge, it is called Chit, or Samvik, which expands the transcendental forms of the Lord. Finally, when the same potency plays as the pleasure-giving medium, it is known as Sladini, or the transcendental blissful potency. Thus the Lord manifests his internal potency in three transcendental divisions. Shedui ek ebe chetanyo kosai rasa asvatute dohe koila ikatani Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama. Now, to enjoy rasa, they have appeared in one body as Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Iti lagi agi kari tar viparana chaha itai hoi gorev mahima katana Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare Therefore, I shall first delineate the position of Radha and Krishna. From that description, the glory of Lord Chaitanya will be known. Radhika Hena Krishna Prayana Vikar Swaru Shakti Ladini Nama Jahara Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Rama Srimati Radhika is the transformation of Krishna's love. She is his internal energy called Ladini. Ladini Karaya Krishna Ananda Svadana Ladini Radhara Kari Pantera Pushana Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare that Ladini energy gives Krishna pleasure and nourishes his devotees. Srila Jiva Goswami has elaborately discussed the Ladini potency in his Priti Sandarbha. He says that the Vedas clearly state only devotional service can lead one to the personality of Godhead. Only devotional service can help a devotee meet the Supreme Lord face to face. Supreme Personality of God it is attracted by devotional service 
And as such, the ultimate supremacy of Vedic knowledge rests in knowing the science of devotional service. What is the particular attraction that makes the Supreme Lord enthusiastic to accept devotional service? And what is the nature of such service? The Vedic scriptures inform us that the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the Absolute Truth, is self-sufficient and that Maya, nations, can never influence him at all. Therefore, the potency that overcomes the Supreme must be purely spiritual. Such a potency cannot be anything of the material manifestation. The bliss enjoyed by the Supreme Personality of Godhead cannot be of material composition like the impersonalist conception of the bliss of Brahman. Devotional service is reciprocation between two and therefore it cannot be located simply within oneself. Therefore, the bliss of self-realization, Brahmananda, cannot with devotional service. The Supreme Personality of God has three kinds of internal potency, namely the Haladini Shakti, or pleasure potency, the Sandini Shakti, or existential potency, and the Samvit Shakti, or cognitive potency. In the Vishnu Purana 112.69, the Lord is addressed as follows. O Lord, you are the support of everything. The three attributes, Ladini, Sandini, and Samvit, exist in you as one spiritual energy. But the material modes, which cause happiness, misery, and mixtures of the two, do not exist in you for you have no material qualities. Ladini is the personal manifestation of the blissfulness of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, by which he enjoys pleasure. Because the pleasure potency is perpetually present in the Supreme Lord, the theory of the impersonalist that the Lord appears in the material mode of goodness cannot be accepted. The impersonalist conclusion is against the Vedic version that the Lord possesses a transcendental pleasure potency. When the pleasure potency of the Supreme Personality of God is exhibited by His grace in the person of a devotee, that manifestation is called love of God. Love of God is an epithet for the pleasure potency of the Lord. Therefore, devotional service reciprocated between the Lord and His devotee is an exhibition of the transcendental pleasure potency of the Lord. The potency of the Supreme Personality of Godhead that always enriches Him with transcendental bliss is not material, but the Shankarites have accepted it as such because they are ignorant of the identity of the Supreme Lord and His pleasure potency. Those ignorant persons cannot understand the distinction between impersonal spiritual bliss and the variegatedness of the spiritual pleasure potency. The Haladini potency gives the Lord all transcendental pleasure and the Lord bestows such a potency upon his pure devotee. Sukhjidananda Purna Krishna Swarup Ichit Shakti Pardahitina Rupa
Lord Krishna's body is eternal, sat, full of knowledge, chit, and full of bliss, ananda. He is one spiritual energy, manifest. His one spiritual energy manifests three forms. Anandam she haladini, sadam she sandini, chitam she sandit, jai kanakadimani. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Ladini, this is aspect of bliss. Sandini, of eternal existence and some bit of cognizance, which is also accepted as knowledge. In his thesis, Bhagavad Sandarbha 103, Srila Jiva Goswami explains the potencies of the Lord as follows. The transcendental potency of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, by which he man maintains his existence, is called Sandini. The transcendental potency by which he knows himself and causes others to know him is called Samvit. The transcendental potency by which he possesses transcendental bliss and causes his devotees to have bliss is called Ladini. The total exhibition of these potencies is called Vishuddha Sattva. And this platform of spiritual variegatedness is displayed even in the material world when the Lord appears here. The pastimes and manifestations of the Lord in the material world are therefore not at all material. They belong to the pure transcendental state. The Bhagavad Gita confirms that anyone who understands the transcendental nature of the Lord's appearance, activities and disappearance becomes eligible for freedom from material bondage upon quitting the present material tabernacle. He can enter the spiritual kingdom to associate with the Supreme Personality of Godhead and reciprocate the Hladini potency and transactions between him and the Lord. In the mundane mode of goodness, there are tinges of passion and ignorance. Therefore, mundane goodness being mixed is called Mishra Sattva. But the transcendental variegatedness of Shuddha Sattva is completely free from all mundane qualities. Vishuddha Sattva is therefore the proper atmosphere in which to experience the personality of Godhead and his transcendental pastimes. Spiritual variegatedness is eternally independent of all material conditions and is non-different from the Supreme Personality of Godhead, both being absolute. The Lord and his devotees simultaneously perceive the Hladini potency directly by the power of the Son of the Potency. The material modes of nature control the conditioned souls, but the Supreme Personality of God it is never influenced by these modes, as all Vedic literatures directly and indirectly corroborate. Lord Krishna himself says in the 11th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam 11.25.12, Satvam Rajasthamaiti Gunajivasya me. The material modes of goodness, passion, and ignorance are connected with the conditioned souls, but never with me. 
the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Vishnu Purana confirms this as follows. Personality of Godhead Vishnu is beyond the three qualities goodness, passion, and ignorance. No material qualities exist in him. May that original person, not I am, who is situated in a completely transcendental position, be pleased with us. In the tenth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam 10.27.4, Indra praises Krishna as follows Vishuddha Satvam. Vishuddha Sattvam Tavadhama Shantam Tapo Mayam Dvasta Rajasthamaskam Maya Mayo Yam Gunasam Prabaho Navidyate Te Grahana Nupandaha My dear Lord, your abode is Vishuddha Sattvam, always undisturbed by the material qualities, and the activities there are in transcendental loving service unto your feet. The goodness, austerity, and penance of the devotees enhance such activities which are always free from the contamination of passion and ignorance. Material qualities cannot touch you under any circumstances. When not manifested, the modes of material nature are said to be in goodness. When they are externally manifested and active, active in producing the varieties of material existence, they are said to be in passion. And when there is a lack of activity and variegatedness, they are said to be in ignorance. In other words, the pensive mood is goodness, activity is passion, and inactivity is ignorance. Above all these mundane qualitative manifestations is Vishuddha Sattva. When it is predominated by the Sandini potency, it is perceivable as the existence of all that be. When predominated by the sunvid potency, it is perceived as knowledge and transcendence. And when predominated by the Hladini potency, it is perceived as the most confidential love of Godhead. Vishuddha Sattva, the simultaneous manifestation of these three in one, is the main feature of the kingdom of God. The absolute truth is therefore the substance of reality, eternal out eternally manifest in three energies. The manifestation of the internal energy of the Lord is the inconceivably variegated spiritual world. The manifestation of the marginal energy comprises the living entities. And the manifestation of the external energy is the material cosmos. Therefore, the absolute truth includes these four principles. The Supreme Personality of God himself, his internal energy, his marginal energy and his external energy. The form of the Lord and the expansions of his form as Swayam Rupa and Vaibha Prakash are directly the enjoyers of the internal energy, which is the eternal exhibitor of the spiritual world, the most confidential of the manifestations of energy. The external manifestation, the material energy, provides the covering bodies of the conditioned living entities from Brahma down to the insignificant ant. This covering energy is manifested under the three modes of material nature 
and appreciated in various ways by living entities in both the higher and lower forms of life. Each of the three divisions of the internal potency, the Sundini, Sambit, and Ladini energies, influences one of the external potencies by which the conditioned souls are conducted. Such influence manifests the three qualitative modes of material nature, smoking gun, proving definitely that the living entities, the marginal potency, are eternal servitors of the Lord and are therefore controlled by either the internal or the external potency. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Jai Jaya Prabhupada, Prabhupada, Prabhupada.
In the Ujjwala Varuna song that we sang earlier today, verse 6, third line, Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya says, Durjana Kalmasha Kandana Dandam. What is the chastisement of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that destroys the sins of Durjanas? Referred to here. There are many times Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave chastisement for various reasons. Of course, he's known to be very gentle and kind, but at certain circumstances, for instance, when Devananda Pandit had allowed his disciples to offend Srivas. Srivas was in the assembly where Devananda Pandit was reciting the Srimad Bhagavatam. However, Devananda at that time, although a great scholar, was not connected to the Parampara. Therefore, he didn't know the true meaning of the Bhagavatam or the value of the Vaishnavas. One who is if someone worships the Lord, but they don't know how to worship devotees or how to do good for others, such a person is a Prakrita Bhakta. Devananda Prabhu was reciting Bhagavatam Srivas Pandit, who is pure devotees, who is a pure devotee, while hearing the Bhagavatam in that class, his heart melting began to cry and show, show manifestations of, the, of pure love for God in his body. And the disciples of Devananda, not knowing what, what to make of this, offensively dragged him out of the class. Uh, Srivas was unaware externally of what was going on. Devananda allowed it to happen. And later when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was walking near the home of Devananda, he exclaimed to his followers that a sinful person lives here. He has offended Srivas. And he chastised uh, Devananda. Devananda, by that uh, merciful chastisement of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu later, became a disciple of Vikreshva Pandit and also became a pure devotee. And we hear of the chastisement of Kala Krishnadas. After the Lord's tour to South India, the first time he had taken Kala Krishnadas with him, Kala Krishnadas was serving the Lord's personal body every day doing a menial service. And near the end of the tour, he became attracted by some Bataharis. They were women trained to attract men to their camp and then they would be exploited there 
And somehow or other, Krishnadas was attracted. He got pulled into their camp. And Mahaprabhu went there personally to save his servant. And later, after returning to Jagannath Puri, he met all the devotees one after another and gave them mercy. And then he finally called Kalakrishidas. And he said before Sarvabhoma and other devotees that just see the character of this Kalakrishidas. Although he was traveling with me in South India in my personal service, he gave it up to join a band of gypsies. I have no more need for him or his service. And he got up and walked out. This was a heavy chastisement. And Kali Krishnadas began to cry. But then later, uh, Lord Nityananda, Mukunda, um, two other devotees, they made a plan and they went back to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They said, we need someone to go back to Navadweep and give information to Mother Shachi and the others that you've returned from your tour of South India. Mahaprabhu said, send whomever you like. I prove your plan. And they conspired and they engaged Kalakrishadas in Mahaprabhu's service. And he got to be the big hero who took prasadam to the devotees in Navadweep and also let each one of them know. He went personally to their homes and offered obeisances and told each one of them Mahaprabhu is back from his tour. Chotahari Das became the object of Mahaprabhu teaching a lesson to everyone in the renounced order to take it very seriously, so much so that he banned Chotahari Das from his association permanently. He never took him back, except after Chotahari Junior Haridas had committed suicide and then he came back in his transcendental body and went to sing for Mahaprabhu. Mahaprabhu showed this chastisement to set an example that he would not accept hypocrisy in those who had accepted the renounced joy of life. We find throughout this teachings Mahaprabhu is very gentle and kind, tolerant and so forth, but with his slight chastisement, Durjana Kalamasha Kandana Dandam. Then he would purify the hearts of those he chastised. And this is an important lesson because although we're engaged in the process of devotional service, it's easy to think that I'm fine or that I'm the best or anything from the false ego can arise. Therefore, to accept chastisement and put one oneself in a position where one readily gets chastised, chastised by devotees, superior devotees, then that helps to knock some sense into us so that we feel sober or let me be serious and not mess around anymore and become intoxicated. As Kunti Devi said, Janma Karma, I mean, Janmai Shvari Shrita Shri Bira Manamada Puman, Naivar Hat Yadiva. Datum vai tome kinchana gocharam. Janmaishvarya shruta shibir edavana madapuma naivara yavidatum vai tuam akinchana gocharam. It's easy to get intoxicated by this feeling of I'm rich, I'm beautiful, I'm smart. And then one forgets to cry out sincerely to the Lord. So this dandam, this chastisement that one gets, uh, should be welcome. Mm. Kamala Kanta Vishwas was a personal secretary 
of Advaita Acharya. And somehow or other, a letter that he had written to the king got in the possession of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, somehow or other. And in it, Kamala Kanta Vishwas stated that Advaita Acharya has this debt he needs to liquidate. And Mahaprabhu said, how could he have a debt? He's the Mahavishnu, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This Kamala Kanta is a know-nothing. He can never come here again. Tell him that he's banned from my association. And when Kamala Kanta heard about it, he began to uh, lament. Oh, what has happened? What have I done? I'm banned. And then Advaita Acharya, and then Advaita Acharya hearing about it said, you're so fortunate. Mahaprabhu is not chastised me like this. And then he lodged a complaint to Advaita Acharya to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, you show more mercy to Kamala Kanta by chastising him. Why you don't chastise him? Why don't you chastise me like that? In fact, he set up a scene at his house by speaking Mayavad philosophy, just so Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would come there in an angry mood and, and chastise him. And he did. When Nimai Pandit came there, and Advaita Acharya was speaking from the Yoga Vishishta, saying, Gyan is higher than Bhakti. Mahaprabhu grabbed him from the Vyasasana. He said, Say, Bhakti is higher than Gyan. And Advaita Acharya kept saying, Gyan, Gyan, Gyan. And Mahaprabhu started beating him with his fist mercilessly in the courtyard, dragging him on the ground. Sita Thakurani came out, No, no, stop. He's an old man. You'll kill him. And meanwhile, Advaita Chari was smiling. And after Mahaprabhu realized what was going on, Advaita Chari said, now the world knows you are my master because you have chastised me. So the devotees always are looking for that dundam, the, the chastisement from the Supreme Personality of Godhead. They take it as special mercy. The devotee thinks, oh, the Lord's so kind. He gave me some reminder of how insignificant, how helpless I am so I can take deeper shelter of him. Otherwise, I would have just kept cruising here in the material world thinking that I'm good copying a lean, hanging out the window, one finger on the steering wheel, bank balance full, plenty of stuff in the refrigerator. I'm good. I'm lucky. Everybody else is just a sucker. Look at me, how cool I am. But Lord Chaitanya has a way of chastising and say, wake up, little jiva. Come to your senses. Be happy. Don't wallow in this horrible, uh, substance, which is like Raghunath Das Goswami said, is the urine of a donkey you're bathing in, this false ego. So the chastisement is something that uh, we look for when we come into the assembly of devotees. When you ask for a spiritual master, you're looking for somebody that will correct you. and say, no, do it like this. You did it wrong. And even if you think you are right, you should think, no, I was wrong from the spiritual master and be in that mood 
Tadvidi Pranipatina. Pranipat, I come I'm seeking your correction. Please correct me. Otherwise, there's no possibility of getting off the false ego platform. Nirmana moha jita sangha dosha adhyatmanitya vinivritikama dvanvarva mukta sukhajuka samjara kachantya muda paramavyayam tat. In order to reach tat, that, you have to, to become nirman and you have to be able to take some kind of direction from somewhere and you have to reason that yes this is my representative to or representatives those you put yourself under the shelter so that you can receive such dundum and become corrected so that's the position to learn from we have another question thank you Sri Antariksha what a nice question Shingara Ras Devi Dasi says, thank you for the class. Is there any relationship of the material modes of nature and the internal potency of the Lord? Would you kindly explain? Yes. As we just heard in the last purport, there's a, as we say, an inverse relationship. We're living in opposite world here. There's a way that the whole material world is a reflection, which is opposite that of the spiritual world what's high is low and what's low is high and so it's a 180 degree reflection of the 180 degrees of the spiritual world just as a tree reflected on a pond but it's upside down so the samvit ladini and sandini potencies in the spiritual world are eternal existence, knowledge, and bliss. They are transposed in the material world as the three modes of material nature, which become the source of misery. Jiva Goswami writes about this, and he says that what's pleasure-giving in the spiritual world becomes the source of great misery for the souls in the, in the material world. Mistakenly, I try to get pleasure from association opposite sex it looks like a good idea why because of the adiras the adiras means that original rasa between radha and krishna is pervasive in the spiritual world if it's not radha krishna it's lakshmi narayan or the queens of dwarka and krishna and the material world we have this uh, false reflection or it's a reflection which is temporary and in which, instead of getting a kind of chladini, we actually get the opposite. Chlada tapatraya, Jiva Goswami calls it. That what is pleasure giving in the spiritual world, you get thrashed here in the material world. So it's the big mistake. That's why unless you read Bhagavad Gita and hear the voice of eternity and infinity, from my limited perspective, I think, no, this looks good. It should be okay. And we get such ridiculous philosophies as humanism, where there is no absolute philosophy. I just figure it out myself from my own perspective, in which case one remains trapped in the misery of the three modes of material nature. Sugiwa? Anonymous, uh-oh. 
These are dangerous. In the current chapter of CC, we are reading, it is said, verse 44, 45, that the devotee takes highest satisfaction in their personal relationship with the Supreme Lord. We see a very different outlook in the delineation of Brihat Bhagavatamrita, where devotees seem pointing to those who are higher and better. Is this a contradiction or different mood? Said in verse 44, 45, that the devotee takes highest satisfaction in their personal relationship with the Supreme Lord, where devotees seem to be pointing to those who are higher and better. The two, the two ideas are not mutually exclusive. In other words, you can be completely satisfied in your own position spiritually, but at the same time be pointing to others as better. In fact, this is the nature of pure devotional service. And that is that Although one is very advanced and advancing, one thinks oneself unqualified and thinks others more qualified. And if you go all the way to the gopis, you'll see that they point to others. In fact, as we know, the Vaikuntaj Janitovara Marupuri Tatrapi Rasotsavad Vrindaranya Mudarapani Ramanatrapi Govardhanaha Radha Kundamihar. There's a hierarchy in the spiritual world culminating in the love of Radha for Krishna. But if you go to Radharani, she, she sees uh, Mother Yashoda. She, she worships at the doorstep of Mother Yashoda. Oh, what service she's giving to Krishna. She bows her head there. And to all the other devotees, in fact, the gopis listen to the, the past times of Dhruva Maharaj and Prahlad Maharaj appreciating their standard of devotion. So from this dhanya or utter humility that is synonymous with prema, or it's parallel, it comes at the same time prema comes, there's dhanya or utter humility. There's a sense that all others are more advanced than I am and an appreciation. But it doesn't mean that one isn't completely satisfied with one's own uh, position. So you can be in your position, but at the same time, have this uh, profound appreciation for others and also consider they're more advanced than me. Mr. or Mrs. Anonymous or Ms. I hope that, that was sufficient. Sugiwa. Any other comments or questions? Uh, Hare Krishna Maharaj. Oh, Maharaj. look, it's Mayapur Bihari Prabhu. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Uh, Maharaj, uh, very nice. One of the earlier questions on chastisement. Thank you uh, for the wonderful uh, answer. And uh, I, I really liked uh, you know, the way you explained how Advaita Acharya uh, you know, did things just to get the chastisement from the Lord. But I personally, from for me, you know, somehow that subtle uh, importance, you know, subtle uh, uh, desire to be considered very important. And and although you know, devotees and the Lord Himself in form of Advaita Acharya is teaching us to become a servant, that subtle desire is still very much there. Sometimes I don't even realize it. Sometimes I realize it. Uh, can can you, you know, I, I love this topic so much. Can you please elaborate 
what what better you know i should be doing so that genuinely from the core of that heart that desire to be that i am important i am better reduces and then that real mood of being servant of the servant arises in the heart yeah this is very important point and one that's looked at very carefully by those who are advancing in devotional service as i mentioned a couple of minutes ago raghunath das goswami in his manak shiksha looks very carefully at his own heart and mind to notice what subtle desires are there am i doing why am i doing devotional service and he he'll chastise his mind and himself for accepting what's produced by the mind and so one point is to hear the teachings of those who are very advanced and understand what their motives are and we emulate them and also to become aware of our own motives it's very important uh, the science of motive and intention in fact it's everything if you notice in the secular world in assessing for instance in a court of law who is guilty for a particular crime we go by intention it has nothing to do with the circumstance it has everything to do with what did you intend to do if i accidentally if i sat in a car and the brakes went out and it the car went down the hill with me in it and hit somebody it wasn't my fault it was a faulty brake line from the company they they needed to recall it they didn't i'm not charged with anything nothing i didn't intend to do it but if i'm at a rally and i get angry because somebody's carrying a sign and i step on the gas so i can hit the person and i kill them that intention is taken into account and say okay you murdered the person it's totally different so as we're advancing in devotional service we want to look carefully what our intention is there there are activities i do motivated out of fear there's the activities i do motivated out of prospects what do i get in return there's motivation by duty I should do the right thing but the highest is that of love and if we're carefully looking and seeing what am i motivated by and noticing also that what is the fruit that comes out of these different kinds of motivations then we can take the advice of queen kunti and be akinshana because ultimately in the material world everybody's self-centered and it doesn't do anybody any good because we're part of the whole we're not the whole and only when we become centered towards serving the whole do we become satisfied and that's something to realize prahlad maharaj says naivatmana prabhuryam lavapurno manam janana vijasha karano vranite that uh, he's he's saying if you serve krishna then siri heard that and thought there was something in it for her anyway nothing for you siri if you serve the whole then you become naturally satisfied i'll give an example let's say you go to the ganga and you wade into the ganga and then you take a palm full of water and you offer it to the ganga the ganga 
doesn't lose anything when you take a palmful out. And then you offer it. Ganga Devi doesn't gain anything from your offer. And then you put the water back in and she doesn't become more full then either. But you do. And the same way, everything we offer to Krishna, it's not for his benefit. He doesn't get anything, but we do. So if you understand the science that selfless service and being ego effacing and giving oneself fully in surrender to Krishna is actually reality. And it's the source of happiness. It's the source of our edification. Then we, we can orient our lives in that way. But Bhagavatam says, okay, let's just say you're not there yet. Then akama sarvakamo va moksha kama udaradi tivrena bhakti yogena yejeta purusham param. At least go for it anyway. Because there's a way that Krishna is so expert when he sees that, okay, there's mixed devotional service. He says, okay, if it's mixed, what's it mixed? The mixture is there's some pure devotional service <laughs> mixed with something else. So he'll take that one speck of pure intention that's in there, even if it's microscopic. You need an electron microscope to find it. He'll find it. He knows where it is. And he'll augment that just as he did with Putana, which Uddhava mentions. How would, who would surrender to anybody else but Krishna, knowing that he saved Putana when she came to kill him because he said, ah, well, she came as my mother, dressed as a mother. So he's offered breast. I said, I drank her breast milk, even though there was poison on it. He forgot that part about it. He's so kind. So we shouldn't hesitate to go forward. And even if we can't put our best foot forward, we go forward anyway, praying to Krishna, please purify me and take away my, my faults as I serve you. And by hearing also, this is very important, when we hear narrations about pure devotees and, and about the material world and how it works throughout the Srimad Bhagavatam and the Sri Chaitanya Charnamrita, which is very accessible to us because it brings all the teachings of the Bhagavatam to a very practical level for us. We see how devotees interact with one another and with the Lord. And we simply hear that by hearing these narrations, gradually we, our lives become oriented towards pure devotional service. What to speak of the fact, Shrinvatam Svakta Krishna Punya Shravada Kirtana, Hrityan Taksto Hibadrani Vidhunoti Suritsatam. Krishna is there helping us from within the heart. He's, he's uh, fully attentive to what we're trying to do. So these are points to uh, try to refine ourselves by putting ourselves in good association, always hearing. And when we notice, if we can notice carefully what our intentions are as we're moving forward, we can pray to Krishna, please purify my intention. Can everyone unmute and say, 
Hare Krishna. 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 Not to the Armand, not to the Armand.